Alright, so now that we know why turning into a 3-betting master is important, let's talk about what type of characteristics make a hand good to 3-bet in the first place. Now, there's a lot of variables other than your cards, like opponent type, position, stack sizes, and table image that can make you more or less likely to 3-bet a hand at any given time. We'll get into more detail about all of that later, but for now just realize that there's mainly three characteristics in a hand that determine its 3-bet ability, which are raw equity, smooth equity distribution, and a lack of nuttiness. We're going to spend some time talking about each of these in the next few slides, but something I want to mention is that these characteristics are defined and outlined very extensively in Tom Chambers' book Advanced PLO Theory, which like I've said before, is definitely worth picking up if you haven't already. Alright, the first characteristic that we're looking for in a hand is its raw equity, which is basically an indicator of a hand's flop strength versus all of the other hands in play. Put more simply, hands that generally have a lot of raw equity are the big suited and double suited pairs in Broadway cards. Now, remember how we said in Lesson 2 that the main thing we're looking for when the SPR drops is to dominate our opponent's stack off ranges? Well, taking raw equity into consideration is important because hands with a lot of raw equity oftentimes dominate our opponent's stack-off ranges because they flop better combo draws, like overpair and flush draws, pair plus flush draws, higher straight draws, and so on. Plus, Broadway hands not only trump their combo draws, but you can cooler their made hands as well, such as flopping top two against top and bottom pair on a queen-jack seven board, or trips with a better kicker on a jack-jack six board, for example. Next, the second, and arguably the most important characteristic to consider when 3-betting any given hand, is how smooth its equity distribution is. Now, this makes a lot of sense, because if you remember from Lesson 2, we said that the SPR in 3-bet pots generally hovers around anywhere from 2 to 5, depending on the number of opponents and stack sizes. And I don't know about you, but if players are getting the money in lighter in 3-bet pots, I want hands that flop equity more often, so that I can correctly stack off and scoop the big pots more often, which is exactly what smooth hands do best. Also, selecting hands with a smoother equity distribution gives us more options on later streets in two different ways. First, when we 3-bet in position, if we decide to check back the flop, smooth hands give us a chance to pick up equity on the turn a higher percentage of the time. This is something that more polarized hands won't give you the chance to do so it shouldn't surprise you that the polarized hands we referred to many times, like dry and weak single-suited kings, won't be recommended for 3-betting when we discuss hand selection later on. Second, for similar reasons, 3-betting with smooth, ha smooth hands provides you with more profitable barreling opportunities on later streets, because remember that when we're talking about post-flop equity distribution, that doesn't mean the hand flops equity more consistently only on the flop. It means that it picks up equity frequently on the turn as well. So what this means is that if you c-bet and get called, there's many more opportunities for you to semi-bluff the turn profitably, both in position and out of position. And I don't know about you, but when I'm barreling, I enjoy it a lot more when I actually have some equity than when I have total air. What do you think? The third characteristic that influences the 3-bet ability of a hand is a lack of nuttiness. Now, before we go any further, I want to be clear about something because it's very important. Nuttiness is definitely not a bad thing, and there's plenty of nutty hands that are good to 3-bet. For example, a hand like Ace-Ace, King-King, Double Suited is a very nutty hand, and if you're fortunate enough to get dealt this monster, then don't hesitate to 3-bet and pump as much money into the pot as you can. 
The reason why lack of nuttiness impacts the 3-bet ability of a hand is because nuttiness matters less in heads-up pots. And the difference maker here is that if you have two hands of otherwise equal strength, it's better to 3-bet the less nutty hand because it will help clean up your non-nutty draws. Put more simply, when you 3-bet a nutty hand to get heads up, there's a risk of sacrificing some of its implied odds value that comes from coolering someone with deeper stacks. On the other hand, if you 3-bet a non-nutty hand, you get to promote the value of its non-nutty components, which are worth more at shallower SPRs. We're going to talk about this in more detail shortly, but for now just realize that in PLO, there's a lot of times where you have a situation where your hand should either be 3-bet or folded, and most, of the t and most of the time, this is due to a hand's lack of nuttiness. Hey, what's going on guys? Casino Crime here. Now if you like this video and you want more, then go ahead and click the subscribe button below right now. And if you want to join me for more of my 6 max success secrets and free video tutorials, just click the link to the right. See you inside the trainings. Good luck.